0: County Views is sponsored by Tynan, O'Donovan, Solicitors, Limerick and Newcastle West. You are listening to County Views as broadcast the 13th of November 2019 from 9.30 to 11pm. Carmel Ryan and Catherine Corwell joined Paddy Donovan and Tom Ryan for the discussion. Welcome
1: folks, it's a wet, wet, wet Wednesday evening here from Newcastle West. I'm joined by Catherine Corwell and Carmel Ryan and Tom Ryan hopefully. He's probably coming slowly through the weather this evening. It is a very terrible wet all day today here in West Limerick and it is still pouring down as we speak and I suppose it's as good a topic as anything because it's usually the one most people in Ireland talk about is the weather so Carmel what do you think of the weather
2: it's just terrible it's you can't you can't plan anything you can't do anything it's there's lots of events due to be on and and Tom Ryan
1: and Tom Tom Ryan has just entered the building as usual
2: (laughs) they can't be guaranteed (laughs) a fine day like you know months of planning goes into some events and all of a sudden, we get a week's rain and they have to call a halt. It's terrible for people. But it's winter time. It's November. This it's is it. You get. But you yeah. just could be lucky, you see. And sometimes we are lucky and we do get a nice day. We've been lucky a, a
3: few autumns now. Yes. This is this is the, the heaviest now we've had of, the, of this an autumn, autumn is
1: for a quite few years. Bad for two yeah. years. It is.
2: It is. It is. It is.
1: Tom, I'm not making much headway in, in, in long discussion here on the weather sofa anyhow. No, it's a bad name yeah. for
4: driving now. There's snow yeah. in
2: some parts. There's snow, right?
4: but there's yeah. no sleet falling. It's really impossible to yeah, drive now tonight. Yep. It's very bad. Yeah. Very, very bad.
1: There was a zip in there.
4: Well,
3: we have <laughs> to hope that it's not you know, yeah. a, a, a portent of,
1: of more to come. Yeah. The levels are very high now, Tom. It's been quite wet for quite a few be, weeks. You know.
4: It yeah. has, yeah. You know, but like it's been unusually wet. You know, and a lot of rain falling. You know, October was very wet. Now you know, you very heavy it, but, Oh, shush, there's a there's a lot of rain it's falling. Cold, the showers. It's, it's cold. cold. Well, oh, you tall. know, but then the changing times? is not we're taught that the climate change is affecting everybody?
3: Well, I mean, yeah. it's it's a concern that we have it's to, to have. I mean, if we go yeah. go on and get wetter, yeah. where are we going to be?
4: But to look at England as well. They're getting a race, yeah. real. doing in Lincoln
1: uh, in that area. Of east east have uh, east of England up that side. Uh, there's huge flooding, but apart from the flooding, there is huge tillage as well. Yes, and we they say they're going to lose a huge amount of crops because they just can't get them potatoes. And yeah, this area is huge. Yeah.
4: There was a fatality there last weekend, wasn't there? As well, a woman got, woman died down, died got flood, you know yeah. due, due to the floods. So, um, And it's, an, it's I think it's actually even changing in parts of England, you know, that wouldn't normally be. Getting such heavy rain is. Getting a deluge now. All the rivers, I see in the television. All the all the rivers has fallen and vast amounts of water flowing. You know something.
3: There doesn't seem to be much. Uh, I mean, the the, the the soil seemed to fill up very quickly.
4: Oh yeah, what well, it out Yeah. Well, it's the volume, you see. The volume. I mean, the volume of water is falling. They, Even the rivers at home now. The Berner you know, which which I mean, divide my place at home. Like it's, it's you know the, the swell of water, the volume of water, that is would frighten you, you know. It's really you know there's only one river small river lake so you can imagine how to take coming into the mag and all the shannon and all that coming down along so it does and of course people are again you know in the in the rig firing line, people in, in low areas you know their houses and that and as well that's look what happened well what happened in Kona recently was a, wasn't was wasn't an accident that that was due to you know when the river when the, when the banks of the shannon were, were breached there recently by uh, a company they were supposed to be repairing it, and they left it, and seemingly the
1: taser wasn't.
2: To the
1: houses. to the FM on this night. Goes, if you yep. want to phone in or text in. This program is going out live from now until eleven o'clock this Wednesday night and repeated tomorrow evening, Thursday at seven o'clock. And if you want to telephone, it's 06966200 or text 0871669800. Text 0871669800 on any topic whatsoever. And I'm joined by Carmel Ryan. Catherine Caldwell and Tom Ryan. Catherine Caldwell is involved in the Organic College in Drum and Carmel Ryan is involved in everything that's good about Esquiten, and Tom Ryan is involved in everything and anything (laughs) (laughs) that's of interest to the people of Ireland, I would think now. But the flooding, the, the, today I was looking at an old book of Cork, a big, big book, and I look at February, Patrick Street flooding, look at March flooded, February flooded, January flooded, they're back in the 50s and 60s and so forth. So it, it, it's, it's always been with us flooding. Well,
3: Cork is built on
1: marshland. So yeah, but I mean, I, no, uh, Cork, out country, anywhere you like, you know, but uh, the floods were bad. You know. Okay,
3: well, I I don't know. I wasn't yeah. there, um, but, but the I mean, it's interesting to think that, that was the case.
1: Yeah, Do you know, if, if you look back over flooding and uh, here in Newcastle West, where we had our share of it back in 2008, on a wet evening in August, and we had the experts down at the time telling you once in a 600-year event, and did all this jargon and all fancy chat. And listening to, in England there the other day in the east where the flooding is, one fellow said that it got flooded in 2007 and I had to smile. It was once in a lifetime event, another fellow, it was one in a 600-year event, and here we are, he said, 10 years later, flooded again. I think a lot of, some of it in some cases, is lack like of maintenance. And also, the
3: soil compaction, I think, is, is having a, a, a major. I mean, you've got the towns and the and the you know sort of the hard surfaces that collect all of the water. So as towns expand yeah. and that yes. sort of thing, yeah. that contributes. Correct. But a lot of that is covered for in in planning, where they put in kind of a, a a flood collection area, and then it slowly releases. Certainly in and around the Dublin area, that would be the way of it. That you that is actually built into the estate. Yeah. To actually yeah. slow down the water going downhill yes. downstream, so that yeah. you know sort of people are in the in the lower areas are protected because we 're holding water further up in the <sighs> landscape, but that would have been the way as well before that it would infiltrate under wooded areas or shrubby areas or mm. hedgerows and that sort of thing you 'd have more of the water going down and and getting back
1: down into the aquifers in the old maps in the old maps, uh, flood plains and flood, liable to flooding, any of you who are familiar with old maps, 1900 and back around those periods of time, and I was talking to a man recently who worked in the Ordnance Survey, and he said they had his heart broken there in the 70s and 80s under the new, looking for maps, and would you delete the liable to flooding after maps, when they were looking for planning permission, etc., The new maps don't give you that information at all, whereas the the older people, you would have heard them saying that they would say that that was liable to flooding. and
2: Wet meadows.
1: Yeah.
2: um, I remember boats going into houses and finds when I was a child, boats going in to bring people out, going down to the main street, where Reedy's shop and that is now. Now, we'll move on from the weather because it's only depressing
1: and, and if it falls, it falls. Can the panel please give their views on independent TD Noel comments in the doll? Hundreds of people, African migrants, arriving into Ireland were economic migrants who spun off the system. Personally, I feel these comments were spot on. That's from Mike and Kilmalach. But, Mike, I think if you have time, you might update us on that one. That was uh, a older comment. the Galway
3: comment. independent yeah. TD? Yeah, um, because... I, I think in
1: the Dáil yesterday, Mike, if you have it handy, you might send in exactly what he said in the Dáil yesterday. And he, he was qua- he was quoting figures, the amount 3. of money 4 billion that they had sent back to... Maryland over a period of eight years. Nigeria, I think, is it he said, African migrants. Carmel, what do you think 3, of those comments? Yeah.
2: Well, I suppose... We'd all want to open our eyes and check out the facts and see if it's true. Like, it's an awful lot of money to be going out of our country. And why is it going out of our country? Where is it coming from to go out of the country? And what's happening when it goes back to Nigeria? It's fine if it's feeding the poor and this, that and the other. But like 3.4 billion over eight years. Now, they have disputed it and said it's more like 17 million. The government have said, but like even at seventeen million, like it's a lot of money to over over how many years? I'm not sure. Per year, seventeen million per year. Okay. Over the eight years, and I, mean, I
3: presume. I I heard the 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 Taoiseach in a piece replying to the to the the TD's piece that he was basically saying, well look back in our history. Do you know, we were, we were supported through very hard times here in Ireland by money coming back from America, money coming back from <clears> Australia, <throat> Australia, do you know, and that he did state that they would look to see that
2: there was nothing nefarious going on. Do, do you ever find now that if any TD, let them be right, wrong or indifferent, if they ask a question, they're deemed to be racist, they're deemed to be this, they're deemed to be that, it's very hard to actually get full facts <laughs> because, see, he was called a racist over this and there was war over it, like. But yet, it's an awful lot of money. We deserve to know whether it's true or false. We deserve to have exact figures on it without anybody being called names. You know, you, you don't have to be a racist to spot this if, it, if it's true
3: And and is that only the money that's going to Nigeria or is that all the the money going
1: out? Well, he specifically picked out that one because he said that there's a lot of it going back to Poland and European countries. So they're all part of the European family. So I suppose one can't... Really question that too much, but it was the non-European country that he was really highlighting.
3: Well, the reality, yeah. the reality is, is that you know, as things progress, if things go the way that the programmes have been looking at this week, where it's been all over RTE with the hot air programme the other night, etc., we're going to end up with environmental refugees, climate change refugees needing to be taken into countries. And you sort of we're, we're saying like where is it going in in Nigeria? Nigeria, like not everybody is rich in Nigeria. Oh, no, the oil no, no. went to only specific mon- people and into specific pockets. The, the the ordinary people in Nigeria have been very hard done by by the shells and the but the it, environmental it, it impact of
2: the the, the oil industry it, over he there. He wasn't he wasn't questioning. I don't think as so much where it was going. He's questioning where it came from. He was asking what efforts are being made to prove that money laundering and tax laws are being respected. <laughs> and that the money wasn't a proceeds of crime.
3: I think they're, they're, the actual money, if it is being reparated, yeah. is actually looked at by CAB and by others. Yeah. But Viratka did say that he's going to take a look at it and he's going to go into more detail. I think it's important that it is looked at it's so, so that people aren't slurred by way of the fact of trying to send money home to mind their families if they have managed to get to a place like this where they can make a little bit of money.
1: Tom.
4: Well, <clears throat> I was shocked at the figures myself, and, and as um, we've already said, you know, um, Deputy Grealish has been has been uh, commenting on, on, you know, migrants there for the last couple of weeks, and particularly with the situation in Outerrad, and he came up with this figure uh, which over 3.4 billion for the last over the last eight years that had, that had been taken sent out of the country to Nigeria, specifically Nigeria. Nigeria is a huge country, wealthy country. That's a it's a massive one. The one the the biggest economies, I suppose, in Africa. And uh, <coughs> the thing about it is that um, he was attacked from all sides today. As Cameron has already said, he was called a racist. He was he was attacked by Sinn Fein, by the uh, and and particularly by the government, by Leo Radical the T-shirt, and by uh, by Minister Murphy, who really has none of his business, he has enough to, any sense to look after, which he should be doing rather than be commenting and having a go at, at the opposition here. And and, and really, uh, really the Plegrelich is a supporter of the government. But... You see, he was, quote, he was attacked today, like, and he was told that his figures were wrong. Leo Radiker said uh, that it was only 18.5 million, It was sent back to Nigeria last year alone, I think it was 2018. And uh, he also said that, um, you know, that he'd have to come up and prove his figures. He really, Deputy Grealish said his figures came from the World Bank, and the eradicate contested it today, he said they weren't, the World Bank weren't reliable, well no I mean it didn't too long ago since we had since the World Bank bailed us out here and they were very reliable that time, you know, so I mean there's a huge contradiction here our banks like are standing very quiet about the thing, they're not, they're not getting involved at all, it had to be this money transferred I think Carol has hit the nail in the head here, is it as a result of crime, are we laundering money here in this country, which we have been kind of lambasted for by the, by the UN and by all the agencies like that, are, that look after uh, the I mean, world flow of finance. Uh, we, are, we have a very bad name as regards, you know, as regards um, companies here that are not existent and that are only a name plate in the door in Dublin, some streets in Dublin. And we haven't a great reputation overseas. We have, we have never really like, got to grips with our banking system Yes. <laughs> how how we control the flow of of money in and out of the country. And I would like to know as well, you know, what part our Department of Finance, our bankers, have played in all this because I'd be inclined to agree with Noah Green this year. You know, I, I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be attacking him the way he's been attacked because like you know, if you look around the, the country at the moment and I'm a supporter of immigration, I've like, a big supporter of it here, like nearly on on some nights, <laughs> but to be honest about it, like these people, like that we see in the streets, a lot of them have very costly jewellery hanging off them in suits and things, and you don't see them doing too much work.
1: Now, Noel, Noel, Trailer asked Mike in Kilmalek, thank you again, just in the back, into again there. What about the vast, sum, he said, what about the vast sums of money being sent out of Ireland each year by migrants living here? He especially focused on Nigerian, Nigerian migrants. Quoting World Bank figures of 3.4 billion being sent home from Ireland by Nigerian people over a period of eight years. The deputy wondered if this Nigerian money raised in Ireland might be the proceeds of crime and asked what efforts were being made to prove money laundering and tax laws were being respected. Mike and Kilmallock. Hello, Pat. I've been listening to your topic on TD and all Greeler's comments. Personally, I feel his comments are disgusting and we should be proud out of other nationalities in our country. Thank God he's no longer a member of our Fine Gael party. Mara Baxter, where are you from Mara? I wonder? Not that that's ended up but we, nice if we didn't know where people came from as well. But at least we thank you for giving us your name. Now
2: Carmel. I, I really don't think there's anybody as such objecting to the money. What they're looking for is justification for the money. It's a huge amount of money. And if you think it's going out there and doing good... Carmel, I, I asked the three of you.
1: I didn't hear anyone come up. With, I don't mean you three people sitting in front of me. How many Nigerians have been in Ireland? And if you break it down, how much would that be per Nigerian person living in Ireland? If you're some kind of a figure like that, that would make some bit of sense. Yes, it was. Whereas, if you have an awful lot of them, it'll be a small amount of money, and vice versa, and so forth. so it, it's okay. a
4: vast amount of money, and you, you see, the position of, of this here. I mean, regulation here, like, is is only for the for the idiots, people like small myself, small farmers and, uh, and small and business people yes, like and you uh, and I. Certainly not for and the
3: transnationals or the Apple and from the, the, and from the uh, certainly not not for the transnational yeah. corporations, the big multinationals yeah. who. You they pay minimal tax in here, and there's an awful lot of money flow that goes out of the country through their operations. Well, that's the the point
4: I'm coming to Catherine, you know. Like, you see, there appears to be, uh, there's only regulation in this country, and the law in this country for for some, and that's the the only taxpayer, the only man that'll pay tax and that'll try to raise a family and get a mortgage and pay a mortgage and that everything comes on top of him the law the justice the department and all that our financial collapse here was a result of of criminal, uh, criminology by the banks and by their the people that were paid vast amount of money big sums of money to oversee them and they appear to be operating as the, in the same way today without any without any like consequence to their actions. Nobody from the banking world went to jail over what happened in this country. It was all blamed down on top of Bertie and Fianna Fáil and and here in this studio blamed on the European Union and, and rightly so. the him. European and banks. And we should have yeah. taken the the lead from Iceland. But we should have. Right, but yeah. what we should be doing is is in my opinion is is overseeing the overflow or the, the throughput and the, of the cash that's going through the, uh, all banks. You have all sorts of criminology around the country, the drug, they all have to put the money in order to get it. Like, I mean... <laughs> it cleansed and get it legitimised through the banks. What are they doing about it? They're doing absolutely nothing. But if, if you're going to credit union at the moment, if you pound, you, they nearly call the guards to, to see where you got it. If you're going to a bookie office at the moment and, and you back a horse, you'll be asked who you are, where you got the money, inside the bookie office, of mind. and if you happen to win a few
1: pounds in the bookie office, you'll have to declare nearly in what fa- your In fairness now, Tom that was because been fault with the cause of that if I because of that. the because of that. N- this is because only no. No, no. Tom. This is... This, this when is Bertie Heron finished up with a huge amount of money that he couldn't account for some years ago... He didn't ago, have a bank he said account. He, he, but he, he probably wanted it, didn't have the right ID. He said he wanted it to race. That, Tom. That's only That's ma- why no. that came in.
4: You're, you're undermining my <laughs> point completely and and you're can you're I actually do- making... it. Once you can, Catherine, we mm-hmm. have plenty time. We can talk about this. <laughs> the, the situation is that, that you see... Again, to the smart. The small man, he's been, he's been hammered, penalised. asking him why you got this, why you got that. If you got a new car, for some people, but you could have three new cars and big no house and no income, and there be nothing. They'll drive past the door, the, the cab will, and the whole lot of them will. Like so, I mean, this is the, but this is the government we have. This is the, this is all type of government, We we are on here a very shady operation in international dealings with cash, flowing through our banks, and no control, no check on like. The overall accounts were up to the end, he said 18.5, I mean, 18.5 million went to Nigeria.
1: Right?
3: If we take the number of Nigerians into account, that's about a thousand
1: per person. Hold on now, hold on, Catherine. Catherine, there's a text here again, or a message here again, and... It is, I'll I take the two of them, there's more backstory. Personally, I'm delighted Noel Grealish brought this up. High time it was raised and discussed. And if Noel was in my constituency, he would get my vote from Pat Kennedy in a T. Thank you, Pat, for putting your name and address and all in it. And here's another one. It wasn't Noel's fault that Nigeria was top of the list. 3.5 billion equates to about 20,000 per person. If that figure was right If that figure was right Yeah But he got from the World Bank The World Bank
3: how well does the World Bank know our banking system? Because they seem to know better than our government. Well, Are that wouldn't surprise
1: s- me with that experience <laughs> in the past.
4: That's well known. Pat in we a good one you're, you're right, you're his there, right query,
1: His query related to fraud and was valid mm. and uh, especially the media sentenced him with the old racist weapon which is a common tool to silence any opposition. <laughs> Journalists, it's the same if you talk about travellers. You're called a racist, you're called this, that and the other thing. So it's a new thing in Ireland if you say, Bring up something that the other half of the brigade don't like, you're called a racist, you're this, that, and the other thing, to silence people. It's a wonderful. Well, a are, wonderful are we idea. supposed to wait
2: for 10 or 15 years to have it rear its head that that amount of money went out to the country and no one questioned it, which is what we we're always giving out about? Yeah. But the point about
4: it is, Calm, you see, this, this has been questioned today. all Green's figures today have been questioned by the Taoiseach, and he has he has submitted his own figures. and Neo American knows as much about the banking situation in this country you know, more than t- modern they had not any from or in the before him if because if, if they did we have a different we have a different system here this was provided by the world Bank using figures from Nigeria now there wouldn't be the what you would call the the creme de la creme of, of 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 systems in Nigeria but that's where the actual World Bank obtained that figure from and that that' been questioned oh, by our Taoiseach here, and our government, and and the man that raised them, is is being ridiculed and called kind a of racist. Like, so, that's, that's and that's going back to the to the yeah. Oak to the p- p- Oak yes. situation. You see,
3: yeah. I think it's important that there's clarity. That you know, sort of we see whether there is a case that I mean, if if the the government position is that it's seventeen million, that on the basis of twenty eleven figures, there were seventeen thousand one hundred and whatever Nigerians in the country. So if you take the seventeen million, you divide by those seventeen thousand, that's a thousand per person. That's kind of people scraping the bit of money out of their out of their income and sending it on. That that's understandable. That's you know, sort of that's people looking after the, 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 the ones that they had to leave behind. I mean, all of us know. I mean, I had to leave this country at a time in the 1980s when I couldn't get a job here. I was very appreciative of being able to go over to Australia. Now, I didn't have to send home money, but I was able to support myself over in Australia at a time when I couldn't support myself here in Ireland. Nobody
2: wants to leave their own country. Nobody does but you see these figures need to be clarified because that's the money that's traceable correct you know that's not any guarantee of what went out of the country or stayed in the country or went to Nigeria or anything else that's just money that went through Thank you. And I, I think as well, Cameron, money.
4: I think as well, dear, that, you know, the, the quick answer that, that, uh, that Leo got. there was shock just, well. imagine shocking the crowd that's above the Dalek. Like, I mean, you know, I mean, I think myself, like, that it that, that wouldn't be easy to shock him now, like, the the that had been there anyway. But the situation is that, you see, it all boils down. Here to controls, to governance and to management of our financial and banking system, and it leaves us like open internationally to be a, a kind of a you know a dodgy economy here. We, and an I, alternative to the Cayman Islands? Maybe uh, in, would an alternative. Yes. So oh, is it is that already like You know. I mean, we're that already. I mean, we're listed in in any agency in the world. We're listed in the same in the same breath as. Cayman Islands and and a few more places as well. So I mean, we've got to get out of this. You see, That's, all the all this appears to be above our governance here and above our system and above our, our management of our country and our our, our, our our in particular the management of our banks. They were the, they were the, that was the agency that broke this country and. Put everyone into a most awful financial situation
1: and they I, got away with it. I suppose it, it's. Uh, d- 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 There's a huge amount of scam flying around. We have it there on uh, BBC quite regularly. They have uh, programmes on there, especially dedicated different types of scams. And very, very often you will find a lot of that is originating from Nigeria and different types of scammers going the way. We have uh, another case one in here from us. It wasn't uh, we are listening about climate change Catherine and its effects on the last few weeks especially our rivers are flooding as they are full of silt and trees it's a full on money racket. Again the working people will have to carry the can. Diesel and fuel will go up which will have a huge effect on rural Ireland. The ordinary people in rural island are being crucified. Bring on the election. Michael, from the decimated town of Abbeyfield, is forgotten. Michael, from the decimated town of Abbeyfield, a forgotten town, fast in decline. Now, if you bring on an election, quick and easy and slow, anyway, you bring it on, Michael, you finish up a bit like England. Well, worse even here, I think, because you finish up the same thing, more or less, when you finish with it. We have a... Uh, two people here three people here in West Limerick and uh, we're not aware of any other uh, candidates sticking up their head that's going to take any effect on those and that's the way it is Carmel. She wants what I think is climate He's change. He's on climate change. And you would think, in my opinion, listening to it, that we were as big as America as a country, that people don't seem to realize that there we're a small little island out in the Atlantic. And I'd say if we threw all the pollution that we had in the whole country up in the air, I don't think it would have much greater effect because you've got to go to Europe and go to, if you're around Manchester, Liverpool, all that area, and watch the amount of pollution coming off the big chimneys and all those particular areas. We were only a, a, a dot in the scale. And, that, uh, and, and, and they're slating the farmers, morning, noon and night, they have to put nappies you, on cows you. and so forth. Mary McAleese was at it the other morning, herself and her husband are giving up meat. Taoiseach has given it up, the whole lot. You know.
2: If you come along the N69, and what all can see is the big red mud pond, wouldn't be allowed any place else along the banks of the Channel, you know and it was just left there and left there and left there and let it get bigger and bigger and nobody knows what it's going to cause nobody knows if it's doing any good and anyone who objected was seen to be a crank 20-25 years ago that's normal enough you know it is and now like this massive pond of red mud is there like and it's just leave it it'll be grand it'll be fine that seems to be the way we go like do you know that there is prior warning for a lot of the things that are going wrong Joe people saw that years ago that the impact would have on locality and they just don't care Joe
3: I I mean I, I, I think the whole thing with those those Leftovers from from aluminium yes. um, extraction is horrendous, and the fact that the extraction of the bauxite in the first instance is surrounded with you know sort of human justice issues and and fair wages and near slavery including child, you know, sort of working children in these mines. So there's a huge amounts tied up with it. But I want to just go back. I mean, I, I have been working in the inver- area of environmental science. I was in Australia in the 80s when climate change was really an awareness uh, coming through there. and And since coming back to Ireland... I've been involved in, in, in getting the message out about climate change in some regards, but really wanting to turn it around and doing it in terms of not what's going on now, where it's going, you know, know this, know that, know the other, and you're going to have to pay extra carbon taxes on that if you don't mind. But actually turning around to the other, the positive story that we can go with climate change, one of the major greenhouse gases that is up there, along with your carbon dioxide, And your methanes and your nitrous oxide is actually water vapour, the stuff that's falling out of the sky at us at the moment. And the thing is that because of soil aridification, soil erosion, soil breakdown, right the way around the world, there's more. Water vapor in the air, and as climate change, as the planet heats up, the moisture levels increase again. We'll
1: come back to that just after the break. Now at ten o'clock, and you're tuned live to West Limerick, one or two county views. And if you want to call in or text in, oh six nine six six two hundred, we're live for the next hour until eleven o'clock. If you want to call in, oh six nine six six two hundred, or oh eight seven one double six nine eight hundred, and I'm joined by Catherine. Carlwell, carmel ryan and tom ryan and we'll go to an ad break, and we'll be
0: back to you shortly you are now tuned in to county views on west limwick 102 fm sponsored by tynan o'donovan solicitors limwick and newcastle west You are listening to County Views, as broadcast the thirteenth of November, twenty nineteen, from nine thirty to eleven p.m. Carmel Ryan and Catherine Corwell joined Pad Donovan and Tom Ryan for the discussion.
1: Welcome back, folks, and you've just <laughs> got me there in time. And that's when I'm the ladies getting a bit excited there. And uh, uh, cl- you were in full floor there, Catherine, about climate and uh, the,
3: the water
1: uh, issue. We
3: have to understand that if we help other countries, if we meet our Paris agreements to, to to go with climate justice. Somebody was saying there earlier about us, you know, us playing our part, and we're only a small yeah. little. Island off the coast. We have, in terms of our emissions, we would have 17 times the level of emissions of a Malawan or a, a, a you know an ordinary African in Mali or whatever. We are up there with the Saudi Arabians in terms of our greenhouse gas emissions per person when we take it on a whole with our country. So Okay, the farmers have been getting a hard rap. There's solutions there as well. Biofarm this year was looking at if we get the, the levels of organic matter up in the soil and we stop the compaction, we can get the moisture down in the soil. The government has des- agreed to plant trees. Let's get all those farmers who might have to drop
1: their herd numbers. The planted trees capturing up in the hills and then the fields. That's, flooded, the not, flooded, that's the flooded, the flooded, not what flood, we need. The flooded the towns then. That is then, not and what and
3: we need. We need our broadleaf native trees. We don't need a mono monospecies of introduced plant uh, trees that don't support any of our native species
1: and they have not. to go
3: using insecticides and fungicides on it to try and get some sort of harvest out of it.
1: I think it's we all agree on that topic anyway, so we'll move on and I send this from the cold damp high hills of Knock Row in So We missed you there for the last couple of weeks I was getting worried about you. Can the panel please discuss the following pay cuts to RT staff and about money again. The plans will see the pay of its top presenters cut by fifteen percent. But how much will RT's top presenters lose? Ryan Toberty gets paid four hundred and ninety five thousand per year. You can calculate that how much a week that is to four twenty a drop of seventy thousand. Uh, dollars Ray Darcy gets paid four hundred and fifty thousand, reducing to three hundred and eighty two and he was only brought back in there about two or three years ago, I think not too long ago at all. Joe Duffy gets three hundred and ninety thousand and that's been reduced to 331 Sean O'Rourke gets 308,000 I'm rounding these off to 262 Marion Finucane 300,000 back to 255 Miriam O'Callaghan 299,000 she's just a few euros behind uh, Marion Finucane to 254 Claire Bourne who's not there too very long she gets two hundred and sixteen. she falls down to 183 and within when I look at Claire Borden, she's going to be she was getting two sixteen. And I whooped in and look at Marion Fenoken who gets three hundred. And Ray Darcy at four hundred and fifty. Ray Darcy four fifty. Claire Borden two hundred and sixteen. Brian Dobson one hundred and ninety eight thousand. And George Hamilton, one hundred and eighty-six down to one hundred and fifty-eight, and Mary Wilson, one hundred and eighty-five to one hundred and fifty-seven. Personally, I feel this fifteen percent cut is not enough. Their wages are still outrageous. From Mark Tierney, Carmel, we'll go around the table, left to right.
2: Kate, I am. Um, are you are you comparing like with like? Some people have a radio show and a television show. Some people just do a radio show. Do you know you have to look at the hours they're working as well? And I I think the money is astronomical. It's crazy money. Absolutely stupid money. But to look at like with like, you need to look at the number of hours they're working for that money. Or the number of hours we see them or hear them for that money.
3: I would like to see the money better use yes. by making more programming, more you know, sort of local theatre whatever programming so that young people can get a part
1: to play in our our, our for example television. last Wednesday night when I left here uh, the, the, I flicked my television to get myself tuned back down and I had this programme on BBC Two. it looked like an old Irish man with the old hat and the baggy, baggy, poor clothing and looked for a few minutes and it was the story of John Twist from Castle Island, if any of you have heard of him he was hung on, on the wrong, it is said back in 1898 it's a very famous case he was a palatine and it was during the land reposition where they, they threw the people out of their farms, evicted them and put in another farm instead of that and there was a murder took place but they did a, a, an hour program there was about 30 names popped up after it Uh, and that was BBC 2 BBC Radio 4 the following morning they had a documentary on the siege of Limerick and then I look at RT and I see Dublin murders or love and hate and this kind of stuff and then you look at the money and as I've said before, in Nachfirna, which is a huge hill, of famine, and a lots of work and development on there over the years, we've had American television, we've had Canadian television, we had German television, we had the BBC television, and never once did I see RTE. See or hear them. I rest my case. Sorry, uh, Catherine. No, I,
3: I, th- I think you're, you're making a very valid point there, Pat. I mean, we have to celebrate ourselves. And it used to be a case that RT did it. But you look go back and look at a programme like Hands, that celebrated our traditional crafts, yep. and is actually a, still a huge resource for people to look at old crafts. Mm. But are we doing that now? Are we promoting our own? Are we growing new small business? Is, comp- you are.
1: In the sense, uh, love and hate, and Dublin murders, and similar things like that. But that's celebrating the
3: the, yeah. That's celebrating the the. We've got to celebrate the good and the positive, and give people encouragement rather than having them shutting up the house, locking it up, and living in fear, watching the TV. Tom.
4: yeah, well, there's a this is there's a bigger picture here, altogether, pass, You know, and I would hate to see it being directed solely at those at at those. Um, Presenters, there, like I mean, I, I have a good view, I have a, a, a view on on the salaries they're getting, and the compensation, and and the kind of programmes they run. But I'd be worried about is the people that give them that money. I remember, like in the, there was a, a picture one time, and the main since seven, and there was um. They were trying to round up um, a crew to defend a Mexican village that had been that had been raided by the desperados of Mexico. They didn't go away, they still around the press. They were there last week to kill the Mormons. But anyway uh, this bloke was at the counter and your brother was the man that was recruiting him. Recruiting this and one uh, of the Mexican farmers said to him uh, that man there at the counter he's a lot of scars he said and uh, he, he, he's a tough looking oyster now. He'd be, he'd nearly do it in, in a Mexican, broken Mexican you know. And brother looked at him and he said, no he said the man I want he said is the man that give him those scars. Right? No." The people to the point is those. I I mean, you. Idiots, like, running programmes and people quoting them, and they're on for hours every day. I mean, Ray Darcy, he, he's on there skitting and laughing about nothing every day of the week. In the morning, you have rain, top Not much better. If we wrote an old book about something that you're on for a half an hour, he'll run on this morning, he didn't even know what you were talking about, or, or, or she him. And that is, those are the type of people. But it, who you could see whatever kind of a management structure that's within that organisation, There should be all, and the board should be dismissed because with the money they've wasted and lost and the way they have carried on their, their business for the last 20 years, I mean, it's been shocking. And you see, this now, this pressure now at the moment of of money and listening to the Director General Alec, and listening to her talking every day about cutbacks, 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 cutbacks. But you see, what are they going to do? Like, Catherine is right. The, the programme is going to suffer. I mean, there is... A, If if anything happens to our national broadcasting uh, organisation... We're in the bad state because we need, but what we need, we need an independent, independent. an independent, strong broadcasting algorithm that will ask the hard questions, that will carry out the review, and they have been. They've done very good programs. That be credited for the RT Investigates, They've got great journalists. We've got a, a fantastic orchestra. There two orchestras, which which should be there. That's good. that's our job. But where is the money being? You see, there's no one talking about the, the wastage waste that's there. You know, if you look at the sport, you see there's. Cliques within RT, I know them, like, I I know who they are and I know how how they operate, you see, at face level, you see, there appears to be nobody, no managers there that have the power, that have the, much like the, the, the HSE. Yes. no one in charge, and, and these gurus that, that come on they're particularly I'm, I'm, I'm very well aware of the sports aspect of it of and, and the cliques they have and the pals they have and how they can cut out people you know and now to, to, for to have the audacity to say we're going closing down Lyric and we're going closing down the, the studio in in, like in Limerick they never recognised Limerick only in the worst possible way I mean nationally and they got away with it no one challenged them so I mean to the actual management structure and uh, account has to be the accountability d- here and
1: has to, has to pay the price. Now, Ireland holds a tenth of 1% of global CO2. It's beyond ridiculous to attack the people of Ireland to shave almost nothing off of global CO2. Gar- carbon tax is nothing short of a money racket. The people indoctrinated into a cult of climate alarmism, climate variables always existed. John, whoever you are, John, you're not too far off my own thinking, indeed, in that I'm afraid. Pat, would you consider an offer from RT? Tanks, JP. Pat, would you consider an offer from RT? Tanks, JP. Now, I was thinking that, all right, and I think, look at the two ladies and the gentleman. I'll call him a gentleman, Tom Ryan. Thank you, Pat. Thank you. Very two much. ladies here in front of me, and uh, I was join myself as well, of <laughs> course. And we're here every Wednesday night, as usually. Some two different people. Tom and myself have been here now for a year and a half. We never got a penny, or a cent or a cup of tea neither do any of the ladies and then tonight I I meant to say it when I came in that anybody who would leave their fire tonight to come out on such an awful wet night and sit in here doing this job and probably leave yourself open to maybe unreasonable comments probably tomorrow from somebody but you say that's your stupid dickhead or whatever all for absolutely nothing and then you look at those people now I'll continue (coughs) reading it's uh, I have great time for your panelist, Carmel Ryan, but I'm afraid tonight I have to disagree with your comment. We have to look at the hours. Uh, our uh, look at the hours. Uh, I'm, I'm not agreeing They have I'm researchers with the for money. they have researchers for all their programs. On
2: I'm not. I think you dropped the money because Sorry for <laughs> Carmel. No, uh, I'm not. I'm not agreeing with the money, but I said, how can you? put it like with like for somebody who's on the screen for an hour a week and somebody who's on the radio and the Sorry, I I Sorry, I, I, I missed one. Yes.
1: Listening to the discussion on, on Ireland's dodgy economy brings to mind what John Waters said about Ireland. He said, Ireland was behaving like a prostitute. Give us money and you can come in here and we will facilitate you to do what you like. I no longer feel any pride in this country, West Limerick listener. John Waters did say that. Ireland's CO2 is not as high as Saudi Arabia, Ireland 7.7, and Saudi 18.6 tons per capita. That's individual. I, yes, hmm. and... and That is what I'm referring to a while ago. We are such a little dot and and we are paying through the nose and and it's just another form of tax collection, really. Of course, there is things that could be done and should be done at the same time. A great time for for your panellists, Carmel Ryan, but I'm afraid tonight I have to disagree. I'm repeating that, Carmel, it sounded so well. We have to look at the hours (laughs) these presenters do. What hours, Carmel? They have researchers for all their programmes both on TV and radio, and that is quite true. That's from John Ahern, Newcastle West. They have if you look at the listings. John have
2: great time for you if you, too. Lo- if you look
1: at the <laughs> television listings, the mountain names they have you'll wonder and to see my big thanks Jason. On if I I we'd be totally on our own. I've been listening hello patent panel, I've been listening to your topic about the RT presenters' cuts. Their wages is is astronomical and to think that poor God rest poor Gaborn. was not on anything like the colour of this money and to think he was on a t- three-month contracts in RT for 20 years in his early days. That's some change, Tom. Three years contract for 20 years. Uh, it has all changed considerably. Their wages should be halved and still it would be too much for Myra Howard. And I thank all you people who sent in text messages and we have a lot of new people tonight as well, Makes that is interesting uh, I've been what about lyric FM radio office leaving Limerick in all fairness I personally feel it can take much money to keep lyric FM open in the Limerick wasn't office
3: there, wasn't there something about UL? Marian, Marion
1: sorry Marion Finoken must be in her 70s is she ever going to retire unless a young person take over James now there's a nice lot of comments for you we had John Waters Ireland was a prostitute and taking money and giving them free run of the country to do what they like Carmel doesn't seem to realise that RT these people that you hear and see they have a a huge pile of researchers behind them including Joe Duffy there is on today and you think half the country were being abused and abused and abused and indeed in my day going to school well the the bait we got Tom do you remember there's I do Pat, the beatens the beatens be- the beatens I have often said here that yeah. I had a bad stammer when I was about 20 years of age and I have no doubt about it it was from the terrible beatings we got from we going to school and you had to kind of stand up for yourself to some degree or a grouping but nowadays it's gone terrible and we have Twitter and all this social media which is a new ball game and it's terrible and Joe Duffy is at it there the last couple of days and I have different ladies and we, murderers on about their daughters and sons and so forth. And the, the bit I missed was, th- we're going here, and we're going doing this, but i never heard anyone talking about going to a guard station to report no, this it, is. Or, or is it not, does not come under that. I hope the panel tonight will acknowledge the hard work and efforts of our guard in the Quinn Group Saga in Cabin, as normally the panel have constant criticism and are dead down in our guard. Where did you get that from David Pierce? How would you come up with something like that? We have been complimenting them there. You must have been on holidays David Pierce there for the past few weeks because we have have complimented them on the wonderful work they have done, and uh, we have also said that since this new guard, commissioner, that there are definitely new happenings in the guard. That they have huge amount of uh, drugs got in Mallow, Limerick, Roscommon, Dundalk the Dublin in recent weeks, a huge amount. And the the, the Gardi are doing a fantastic job in recent times. And we have also pointed out that there there are not enough Gardaí in the country. So I don't know if you get that, that idea from... Maybe.
3: Well, they're only training up New Guardian now. They're, they had a, high, um, a, a kind of a moratorium on training there for a period of time and have yeah, reopened training years. in the in the last...
1: And, and in your yeah. comment, I hope the panel tonight would acknowledge the hard work and efforts of our guard in the Queen Group, Saga and Kevin. Uh, 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 we don't know what has been achieved there because it took them four or five years and it's not the guards who take down posters that were considered illegal posters. If I put up an auctioneer sign around town and it's in, the, uh, in a, a place which the county council think it shouldn't be or put up a sign advertising something I'd get a fine of 80 or 120 euros from Limerick County mm-hmm. Council. Yet the posters above in Kevin mm-hmm. were there for two and three years. Yeah it's important Pat, that,
4: we, that we just tease that they're yes, not a bit the because, you know, um, we've seen there in the last um, couple of weeks now, since the director of the Queen Group there got badly beaten and was nearly killed, that uh, we saw a flurry of, um, you know, of, definite, of action by the by the Guardian and uh, the PNSA P- uh, in the north, like that they really I mean woke up to the to the seriousness of the whole situation. And it's it's a shocking indictment actually there of of the management of the Guardian, that this situ this saga again which 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 was perpetrated on, on the Queen Group directors, you know, and the, the Omerta that was up in that area, even with the workers in the plan. You know, they're there's eight hundred workers the there. And uh, they knew like who can know this uh, this intimidation. They were going to that they were getting paid every Friday or every whatever day they got paid. The directors were fear of their life and their families because they were running the company the Gardaí were well aware of, of every of every issue there and, and every incident. And there were 70 in- serious incidents, serious incidents, including the one you... That would be a, one of the less serious ones, but it would be very important, the actual fact that the posters, the, the intimidation there was, and the fear that was inflicted on the local people in the local area by those posters and by what they meant and by the threat there was. But it was only since this... Like head of the crime, I mean mafia that died in England last week when they, when he was um, rumbled by the by the police there, and they collapsed like this terrible tough man that was supposed to be like, uh, he he died and. Uh, but then the flood gets opened. Everyone knew then who he was. Everyone knew what he was doing. And everyone, like, I mean, all the all they all the, all, the, all the, I mean, columnists in the papers, the media, the television media, the radio, non-stop all the time. They knew everything about him, including the criminality that he was involved with. But nobody, including the Gardaí, which were really the force that should have been doing something about it, did nothing about it. But then they came out to say that he was an informer. So no, there has to be a question. There's no one. There's no question mark to be asked about that.
1: So yeah, that, I missed that bit, Tom.
4: Oh yes, yeah, he was this terrible, brave, this criminal like that. That had the whole running of the of the border area, and international, uh, like, into Europe, Belgium, all over Europe, and, like, all over this country as well, moving machinery, robbing tractors, machine all sorts of JCBs, HiMax, every kind of machine, they were moving them at will, like, across the border, or across the channel, into England, off into Europe, and and they were, they wouldn't, they wouldn't, like, I mean, they wouldn't come back empty, they were, they were robbing them over and bringing them back. Uh, Another Lord. So, like, he was arrested and and he was uh, he was detained in in Belgium, and he got a, a, a very light sentence there, and he was released after three years, I think, on some kind of appeal. But you see, if you look at this, that to me would mean that he, as an informer, was being tolerated, and was being allowed to carry out and perpetrate these crimes. No, I didn't hear any TD in the Dáil or any minister was asking, he Was
1: he an informer? Yes, he was. Yeah. He How was, do you know he was an informer? Well, he's been named in the papers as an informer. So you wouldn't believe all you'd hear? Would there not be a possibility that the police would say he was an informer to put the fear of God and, and no. the rattles into the, the gangs? Well, the you're band, surmising you know. there,
4: and, I, I and I, I'm not surmising, I'm just quoting what's, what's, been, what's been said. But if you go back then, if you take that back then, that type of, you see, that type of activity, where else in the country are those informers have they been tolerated had they been allowed to continue their, their actual drug dealing robberies and violence I, I believe all over the country Tom thank you, right, now who's answering for that this, we are, yeah
1: well the, the we ordinary people that have been terrorised we, we that 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 have been terrorized. robbed yes the people that have
4: been robbed and the people yeah. that have been intimidated and been soon been killed, you know uh, so who's to say like the happening in Dublin in Drogheda in Limerick in Cork I know people like myself that are involved in that area and have them some of them now are up before the Tartus but it, the thing about it is if you go back then take take a step back now like re- into recent history again, and look at the carry on when the when the area were at their at their really their strongest and their their violent their violence was really at its extreme. The top, the, there was 10, there were surely 5 or 6 top commanders in the area, island farmers that meant that they were all being tolerated they were being lit they were, they were whatever information they were given there was bombings all over England there were bombings in the north you, can, you can't say about the one in Oma all this is a shocking indictment of this country and what's going on
3: the reality is that it wasn't it wasn't just the informants within there but there was also the, the MI5 or MI6 guys who were in
4: who they were, were, all at they were at it.
3: twisting were all at it all up
4: and around, around. But, but that was their job you see I mean there were they were official <laughs> they were official terrorists like yes well that's what they do isn't it that's why MI5 and, MI, and, MI, and MI, MI6 that's what they do
3: creating that, havoc and pain and yeah. horror all over the world what, what hit me
1: there but Tom what, you, what hit me while you were speaking there was about uh, machinery being robbed and sent out foreign and probably God knows what was coming back in the lorries coming back but, but we were on about the money and and going out of the country in Nigeria if they were able to take machines out I'm sure he made it out plenty of money out as well to exactly. couldn't be as noticeable as, as big machinery that they can't catch in the customs
3: one of the retired police superintendents was on RTE there during the week and I was listening and he was saying that your man had been known to them from an early stage and that he, he you know sort of and he was, he was a fast driver in his he was not for 30, he not for 30 years and he, he had been like he, he lost his licence But he lost his license and left the country and set himself up somewhere else and able to set himself up. No following through of the fact that, you know, you've you've dirted your copybook over here. It doesn't mean you start without any impact of that somewhere else in the European
1: Union. We don't know the half of it. No, thank God less than half do we know <laughs> we, we have been drip fed drip well, you fed you
4: see you have Pat but look you see we pay. uh we pay a government here the top rates in the world. Our TDs who are should be ashamed themselves with the disclosures that's coming out now that for expenses and for attendance and for all all sorts of, of, of fraud that they are perpetrating on the on the as well with their expenses and their falsifying of of when they're in the door. We had all the, the people are rolling out and shouting they're on television, including our neighbours. I mean, back in Kerry, and they weren't even in the dark when they were getting expenses, you know. So, now I mean, we'll, we'll that's the crime.
1: We, we, we'll hold that there. And when we come back, I would like to talk about the Dairy Brine Bog. It's an area I'm quite familiar with on the borders between Clare and Galway. You, Ireland were fined five million yesterday because of the damage they did and the flooding it has caused and so forth. And as I did here in an interview with some farmer from that area of the Clare Galway borders. And Tom, I think, in Carmel and Catherine, he made a very valid point. Ireland, they've been fined 15,000 a day, five million for the breaches. <coughs> but it is we, the taxpayer, are paying for it, not the people who caused the problem in the first place. And that goes on all the time. And I think it's it's a terrible thing in our system. We have. We have raw sewage going into the rivers, going into the Shannon, going in everywhere. We're talking about pollution, and when they find it is we, the gum being taxpayer, we pay for everything. The, um, the fines aren't cause big it. enough. The environmental damage needs to be. No, but it is who should be paying the fine, I'm saying. It is the taxpayers who are the, paying the for it. The
3: polluter has to pay. If that, you it, have it, somebody it, who damages, it, then they That's the
1: government, the, the people who are running, but it, it's all loaded back in the taxpayer. In other words, there isn't any transparency. The person who is responsible should
0: take the responsibility for those offences. We Which go pay to, pay to an ad,
1: back, back to yourself.
0: You are now tuned in to County Views on West Limwick 102 FM, sponsored by Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, Limwick and Newcastle West. You are listening to County Views as broadcast the 13th of November 2019 from 9.30 to 11pm. Carmel Ryan and Catherine Corwell join Pat Donovan and Tom Ryan for the discussion.
1: Welcome back listeners. You're tuned to County Views on this wet miserable Wednesday evening broadcasting from Newcastle West on West Limic 102. My name is Pat Donovan and I'm joined by Catherine Corwell, Carmel Ryan and Tom Ryan and if you want to f- telephone in 06 069 we're here for another half an hour tonight or at least up to 11 o'clock and text 087-166-9800 and this program is repeated again tomorrow night Thursday from 7 o'clock to half past 8. Hello Pat, can the panel please discuss the following Minister for Transport Shane Ross from Midnight last night has brought in a new law where drivers found dangerously overtaking someone on a bike will find themselves on the receiving end of a 120 fine and three penalty points appointed to their license. This is very unfair on drivers. The blame seems to be always lie, lie at the hands of the driver. What about the reckless cyclists who don't obey their own rules? Well, I think uh, that's Mike and Kilmallock. I think Shane Ross doesn't even have a driver's license. He doesn't drive a car. And to Pat, look at all the people who are caring for people in their own home. They should be paid a lot more to look After their people and what they save the HSE. people can't afford to put them into nursing home at the high costs of over one thousand or more a week. It's scandal, James. What are our TDs doing? They are all the same. They don't care. Hello, Pat, Tom, and panel on this very cold Wednesday night again as I listen on my couch wrapped up in my warm, cozy, pink, woolly <laughs> nightgown. <laughs> <laughs> Polly, be, Polly, Polly, no, Polly. You're going a little bit there now. Sure, Pat, all I'm short of now is my man Tom Ryan as I listen to him. there answering all those questions. Oh, what a man. <laughs> Limerick can be so proud of him, and many kisses to you all, Polly the Wonderful lady Wonderful at 92 lady. or thereabouts, and I'm glad you got over your recent illness. And Polly, I'll tell you, you want to keep the heat on tonight and double up the blankets that are you're wrapped up in, because it's a, an absolutely awful, treacherous night. Now, uh, the bicycles, we'll probably discuss that in more detail next week, I'd say that whole bicycle thing, because I've often said to Garde, my friends in the Garde, I have never seen anybody being summoned for walking with their back to the traffic. I find that it's extremely dangerous out country roads that I'll be driving, especially at night time. They have dark clothes, they may be cycling, they may be walking, and they're walking with their back to the traffic, and I believe that law was changed back around 1958 or 59. You're supposed to face the traffic. Exactly. as you walk mm. or cycle. Mm. I'm not sure about the cycle, but no, walking. Not with cycling. Walking, anyhow. And, of course, the important thing there, listeners, is if you get knocked down and you're facing the traffic, you will get much more compensation than you would if you were knocked down with your back to the traffic. So that's if you live long enough to <laughs> Where <laughs> to the high vis? C- to collect. high vis, uh, Captain says high vis. I can assure your listeners I wouldn't depend on the high vis because some years ago I was involved in the business Association here in town and I was standing down at the, on the main road on the corner of Bridge Street as so you go up into the town of Newcastle West and the lady i know quite well it was about half one in the morning because we had a big machine putting up lights And this lady I know well saw her coming around the corner and I standing in the middle of the road with my high-vis yellow vest. Well, no more than if I was a ghost, she just kept coming and I barely took a last-minute jump. Maybe she was colour (laughs) blind, maybe she was drunk, I'm not sure which it was. Uh, Now... The Derry Bryan bog situation, we we'll probably discussed that again in more detail because it's a, an ongoing thing where the government don't do what they're supposed to do and the, we finish up as a country getting fined heavily. But it's the taxpayer, the taxpayer, the taxpayer is p- taking the rap for everything. Now, I think a topic we should discuss for the next 20 minutes or so, possibly, and I think it's something I know nothing about because I'm, I'm Tom Ryan myself, and myself have one thing in common. We have two old fashioned Phones that make calls and take calls, and that's as far as they go. So, social media is beyond our abilities, thanks. (coughs) But listening to young people, listening to old people, it is an awful, appalling, dangerous situation, and the abuse the children get. Great show, as usual, folk. What about the people that are cycling on the footpaths, Shane? The guards will take care of them and give them a summons. Also, another one, Shane, while you're at it, people driving up one-way streets and bicycles, that's not allowed either. Next week, folks, we might deal with that in a more comprehensive manner, that whole bicycle footpath walking situation now that it is winter time, because it is appalling to see people walking with their back to traffic. Uh, and dark clothes, now even walking, face in traffic, as Catherine said, they should wear high vis for those who are able to identify that colour. Uh, social media Carmen, I you have a little computer thing down front of you all night, and you're like a whiz kid. What social media? Uh, social media, social, media, social media
2: can be can be excellent for some things, but by God, it can destroy <coughs> somebody else. Um, from my angle I would use it a lot in our own business novelty cakes and that kind of thing and I've seen cake makers be destroyed in five minutes they might make a cake as a favour to somebody and it mightn't be perfect and somebody puts it up this is the cake so and so made for me and all of a sudden, there's a barrage of comments under it. She should be ashamed of herself, he should be ashamed of himself. That's a disgrace. What did you pay for it? And all of a <clears> sudden, <throat> sudden, that person gives up. And that's only a very small part of it. And you're dealing with adults. If you're dealing with a child and or a young teenager, and you say, oh, my God, did you see the size of her ass last night in that... Like, it goes all over. There's always somebody who's going to show it to the person you're talking about. You're like, we all know we say something to someone and next thing, it goes back that you said it. it only it happens much quicker with social media. The text, screenshots. Like, I'm not really in now to the screenshots. I can't cope with them at all. But I know from youngsters, they go in seconds. They do something stupid. They might get sick on a night out. They might...
1: <coughs> Carmel, <coughs> my knowledge is very little, but the little knowledge I have was that I took two donkeys into my farm on, a, on the hill from the animal, whatever. Yes. Was, being, the animals were being cr- cruelly treated, whatever, I said, fine, I have plenty of grass and plenty of hay and plenty of facility, mm. and they were doing fine, and there was an open shed they could go in and out of, and... This old lady used to come, many an evening, if I was there feeding the cattle and she'd arrive in and she'd throw carrots and peelings and things in and and, and a little thing of water, even though there was a well-opened and open Mm -hmm. area of the land that there was plenty of water. And the next thing I had a caller from this crowd and I had a crowd from this cattle land that... The facilities weren't sufficient this wasn't right, that wasn't right the hoves needed to be cut, which was quite true the hooves got the hoves done and cut and we had different callers, the guards called, he, he's some someone he thought the place was beautiful It was absolutely wonderful for two donkeys and so forth and the, the, the crowd down in North Cork here were on take him away and I wasn't giving him away, I wasn't responding to those even though I understand and the, the place to have the donkeys it is like a palace. Absolutely, like a palace. I, I'd be happy to sleep there spotless. myself, I believe. But I'm afraid, absolutely as farmers, as country people, we don't have that type of facility. We have an open facility for the animals. So uh, eventually I said, take him, take him, and the guard that came, hes the next guard, he said, this is absolutely appalling, ridiculous, carry on. And we was, I said, take him bloody away! I'll be listening to this crowd, uh, hassling me non-stop. And uh, lots of people were very disappointed when they left, but uh, I had signed the form and all, and then somebody said, did you see who was up on Facebook about this cruel farmer, the way he's abusing two donkeys and blah, 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 blah.
2: Yeah, very easily.
1: Never realised it was up, but if I had realised it was up, I would have held on to them, you know. Yeah. And I, I'm, I, I think I'd get two more and let that, that one come in again. She went into a shed then and she took a photograph, I said, where well, there was a, someone threw in a washing machine or something, so that's where they're supposed to sleep. The shed was four times, five times the size of the area she took the photograph. Yeah. Ab- absolutely appalling people. I d- came across that lady that plays the fiddle from Rwanda, that's concertina player she's part of that organisation event yeah. Sure. I, I, yeah I was tempted to say to her that having people like those like it's you, you will see that was uh, social media for me anyway like and, but you can every kind of a nutball and weirdo they can say whatever they like about anyone without any proof or justification and I don't think it should be allowed
2: no it shouldn't okay. it shouldn't and, and, and
3: laws with regard to libel laws and that sort of thing should be able to should be applied should there, be yeah. behind should yeah yeah if, if, um, Um, on
2: on Christmas Eve now with the help of God they'll all be there to see it there will be pictures up after Santa has come to some houses there will be pictures up of everything that Santa has brought, and how does that make the person who has struggled to, for Santa to come at all? There was a, there was a nice
3: little piece about you know sort of yeah. saying
2: to parents, don't um, don't say that
3: Santa gave the computer or the the, exactly. the high tech yeah, thing yeah. because it makes children These who only be, got the the basics sort of presents it's, it's, feel. And feel you know, like social they media worthwhile.
2: is being used like that to by parents. It's not all youngsters.
3: Everybody's putting up the nice version of your life that you want people to see. And other people are judging by a a gloss veneer. That's it. And and judging themselves badly in terms of it and feeling,
2: you know, sort of low self-esteem. People putting up, at the moment now, there's not of graduations on... Yes, people putting up put up a photograph of your child congratulations so they're really apart
1: from that it, it's more or less that, that's their own business to, want to but it, it, it's the abusive element I'm more concerned but it's a, it's about it's all
2: it's grand if they just put up a photograph of it but my daughter who got blah 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 and thank God that person's daughter is intelligent enough did yeah. get it but it, it's, it's it's making you feel that there's a false world but it's the bullying
1: element it's I'm more bullying. tuned into now you know huge that, bullying that area people of a, sma-
2: a small thing if if a supplier doesn't supply something within five minutes of it being due you can see things up on Facebook that can destroy a business a business as well yeah yeah, destroy yeah. them and destroy people it might be somebody working from home who's doing something like it's not all about children this that is happening one. to adults. It, it's just an extension of
3: society as it has been people used to gossip people still do bullying yeah. schools or in workplaces or whatever but it's extended now into these contraptions that we carry around and beep in our pockets and tell us there was another notification jumping in, Jump in getting getting the feedback there's, a, there's all sorts of you know sort of neurotransmitter connections and
2: addiction issues that go along with, I, the, I with the social media that as well when, when the internet became popular or started coming into houses first my children would have been young very barely in their teens when we first would have got the internet uh, so I think we all learned together it's totally different now you know, the problems I would have had with mine or the, the the things that would have cropped up aren't cropping up now because the children are now more in tune than the parents. They're they're technology natives. And they're secretive and they're able to hide things. They're able to...
3: My, kind of My issue is that porn statistic that came out recently The children is at the age of 11... Been exposed to
2: graphic porn,
1: to violence, get it really. and everything. The, the, the fact that there were, I had a program on that.
2: Yeah, they're the, able to get in. You wouldn't
1: get into it accidentally. You have to do this. You've you manoeuvre your way into yes. it. And so these people of eleven and twelve, like that, they went in there especially, and they were fairly well focused it, at a very young age. It's
2: still coming through. Like I know, we we would still have the same account for all of us, say for our books and this, that, and the other so obviously the child is getting through some way
1: now I'll read those couple and Tom Ryan you're not giving me any chance to talk at all now old Tom I send my final text tonight from the cold damp hills of Nock Rowan, Carol Connors. Can the panel please discuss the following we won't discuss it but we haven't time but the next night we can give that a, 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 a bit of a go Cork North Central Fine TD and former junior minister Darren Murphy is double jobbing it seems in the US checked in as president in the Dáil at Leinster House and tweets show he was abroad at the same time source Irish it's Daily it. Mail and Sunday. Why the hell do we as a people elect these guys from Mark Tierney? Con Krimen called. Khan I hope you're keeping well and not out in the wet looking at cattle at this time of night because it's an awful wet night. It is too easy to become a citizen in Ireland. In some countries you have to be in the country many generations. In Ireland you can apply after five years What does the panel think of this? Pat, there is nothing wrong with social media or Facebook. It's the people that's feeding the information is the problem. Well, of course, regards NOLA. NOLA, there is no doubt about that, but it's really people, I suppose, in every situation. There's nothing wrong with anything, only for the people that are causing the problems. Tom?
4: Well, you know, I'm I'm like yourself, Pat. I, I have no... No social media, but I I have a a, a huge interest in it as regards, you know, as regards the consequences of it, number one. A couple of things fascinate me about it, you know, that um, I... uh, I run the farm every day and I work every day, milking cows and feeding a few cats, feeding the dogs and doing the general duties. I don't know where the people get the time, first of all, to be watching social media or Facebook, whatever you call it. And, uh, it but i am its we've now been bombarded by all the stations, by all the presenters. And every time you turn on a radio now, let it be Joe Duffy or... Ryan Tubridy, or they're all on about social media and the damage it's doing. Uh, the ladies in, in the table tonight are pretty articulate on the use of social media, um, and I I listen with fascination. The damage that's been done according to the the trends now are shocking. You know, the images, the availability of extreme porn, all sorts of, all sorts of, I mean, bullying, like, and that. And I have yet to hear anybody saying what can be done about it. Nobody can offer any kind of a solution. It appears to be out of control, as if that was going to be a surprise to anybody. From day one, it was obvious, and even obvious to me, who was totally ignorant as regards social media. Never had an interest in it, ever. Never had a a Facebook page, I don't know what is it. But it fascinated me to think that this was going to be kind of a a really... It was being... And it has been portrayed as being really, you know, we have to have it. I mean the, the the companies behind it are making so much money now that they don't even know about the put it. they might send it to, uh, maybe in Thailand they probably have it there <laughs> they probably have it there already. Should we have a, We have it like outside, and, outside and that that are fighting about it in, in the European courts at the moment. So like I mean, is there any solution to me it's out it's of control. The damage is done. It's going to be bigger. It's going to get worse. And you know where do you go? I have no. I have no answer to it. But as I said, I am fascinated by the trends and by people who are now trying to counteract it. When it's, when
3: I, 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 it's a very interesting area. I've always um, resisted. I have a Facebook page. I share stuff with regard to work. It's a great. Um, area to be able to share new research, share new ideas, um, and 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 move things along. But I've never shared. I don't share my dinner photographs. But I also don't share photographs of my children. Do you know? And and one person I was talking to there recently was saying that that some children are actually annoyed with their parents for not putting up the photographs yeah. that they haven't got this kind of social media history uh, sitting up along alongside them whereas my children are quite conscious of protecting themselves and sure. and and utilizing it for the good things that it can do for them but not using it as a way of making themselves the the, 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 the target of people's negative, you know, sort of probably fueled by their own self-esteem issues, but still that negativity being out there feeling like they're anonymous you know, sort of, and, and it's things that they would never have said to people to their face are being said Vociferous Is there not
1: a law, that uh, libel law, in, uh, not cover any of that kind of stuff? It doesn't uh,
2: seem to. It, it seems to be hard to.
1: Can you say what you like to uh, abuse or say anything about anyone? Do, do it seems like you can.
3: Well, I, I certainly you you can't you can't cyberbully somebody, and you could if you're cyberbullying or doing this revenge. Cyber, what cyber bully, what thing, does cyber
1: you, mean? Well,
3: that you're you're actually going and you're targeting a person targeting and you're being ends. very obviously so. But when it's just... But well, if it's not obvious, you
1: can do it, is it?
3: Yeah, yeah. well, I mean, certainly there have been instances where people are being basically, you know, sort of, it's, it's post-breakup
2: yes. revenge scenarios that are... And people have been... Revenge photographs, if a relationship breaks up, the, one or other will put up intimate photographs. Like, I'd be involved a lot in groups that would be because it's cake making and decorating that. It would be women. My own age could be grandmothers or younger could be mothers and it always amazes me the vein of thought that's there A mother might say, oh my God, I looked at my daughter's Facebook page and I nearly died of shock and you will have 50-50 that will come back either attacking or supporting. How could you look? That's a total invasion of her privacy. You're not supposed to look at their Facebook page. But like, Parents are parents and parents have to take some of the responsibility and they have to know what their young children are at.
1: I, I find walking around the street in Newcastle West maybe 40 years ago they'd nod or they'd look at you. But nowadays most of them have a mobile phone uh, looking at it or open their ears or something like that. Are and they're they're they They'd nearly walk along. into you like a yeah. they'd
2: walk into with you, yeah. mobile yeah, phone yeah. in their hand. Walk not across the street
1: with hear things in their ears and their mobile phone. And yeah. But has anybody, has anybody kind of <laughs> have an
4: answer for my problem? Not my problem. Know, we, 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 didn't know
1: to, we didn't know you had a problem, Tom. On, no, <laughs> oh, I have a
4: lot of problems. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, not my problem, but my question, rather, about what can be done. Is it out uh, uh, of control? I well, think it I, is. I
2: think, firstly, parents have to take back control of their own child. Will that happen? I, well, that's up to parents, isn't it? No, but you know, your opinion? My opinion? I don't know. I sincerely hope that there isn't something <laughs> terrible that happens that makes parents do it.
3: Sure. There is that I can remember being
2: approached by one of the principals
3: of a school, and she was saying, "Do you let your children play these games and and that sort of thing?" And at the time, my kids were very young, and no, they had they had limited access to even you know the they, DVDs. They didn't have yeah. television, so I was probably being seen as bizarre by other people anyway. But the reality is that she was turning around and saying to me that parents were really enjoying it because the, the child was quiet. Quiet out of the way didn't even feel hunger Mm. playing the games do you know The reality is there's a neurological addiction that happens with the games and there's attachment issues that happen with these constant conversations that are going on between the group of friends. You would remember when you were a teenager, you would have spent all day in school with your friends and you'd still have been on the phone and been given out to by your mom or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I know I was being given out to because you did still carry on those conversations and everything else. And it's an extent of that it was chatting but when it gets to be this cold hearted you know, targeting of an individual such that you see children committing suicide over just... Yeah, I was,
1: I was about to say that, to you. The suicide is at an all-time high rate among young people, and it's rapidly increasing. And a lot of it is bullying, but a lot of it is, I would think, that, as you said there, people, children, etc., to talk to each other. No, they don't talk at all, are they? Talk. And just text, 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 like... The days they of still talking have to talk at school because
3: they're not allowed their phones in school.
4: yeah but sure if you look at any any uh, situation sh- surely there must be a huge concern out there uh, amongst the general public you know uh, uh, on the damage that's been done and as you rightly say Catherine and uh, and Pat look at the suicide uh, the suicides as, as a result and they're only what we know about there are, there are I mean other figures like they're, they're really more realistic I'd say really as a, as a result of <coughs> indirectly as a result of the damage that's been done and like I mean the actual um, the attempts to make uh, that have been made to regulate it like appear to be falling in deaf ears. the attempts that have been made to get, get like graphic images taken down uh, you know have fallen in deaf ears. so our legislators here like are absolutely playing catch up and we know you know and they're not they're not being any way effective against these companies because why there's so many jobs involved absolutely so many jobs involved. Job. This, Facebook, this is the Google, money, you know, I'm, and, and they're all here. here. And if, if we talk about Ireland, I, I mean, I don't know, is it, is it at the same level overseas or in other countries comparable to Ireland? But, I mean, I'm absolutely shocked myself, you know, with the damage that's been done by it. And... Also, shocked the fact that kind of nobody could see it coming. Sure, I mean, tis, uh, it was playing the nose in your face doing t- the direction it was going to go. And uh, uh, as regards the cake making, like, I mean, in Camel, that would be, in, be in. very innocent now, like, in comparison. Well, it's, it's,
2: it's, it's very innocent. innocent but serious. Well, still destroying yeah. businesses.
4: Yeah, but you see, but, this, but isn't it. A, isn't it an awful pity the society and the people? You know, everything everything is supposed to come back to people. Pat mentioned it a while ago. You know, our 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 direction and the way the country has been is being governed is due to the people because we elected the the Gambians that are there like that that can't know like we wouldn't send for a pint of milk to most of them, and like we elected and the people do do that. The people control Facebook. The people, I mean, the parents. There is no excuse. I mean, in the way that they want in my in my world looking at things there's no excuse
1: now folks it's 11 time. o'clock and Jason says the bell is about to fall and I have one question before I go and hopefully Mike can kill Malik or David Pierce or mm-hmm. and, uh, Mark here near somebody might give us an answer. I, I've commented on this a few times over the past few years. Uh, some, I think it's about three years ago you now, maybe, uh, I think it was in Korea, they caught in money laundering, was it two and a half million or four and a half million that had been removed illegally out of Kildare County Council. It was cut uh, under money laundering in Korea, if I have my facts right, and I've often asked, did it ever come back? We never had anything about it, and I believe a, a lot of... Things happen with people's bank accounts and scams and all sorts of things that are going on. And I believe that that uh, lot of it is kept under wraps because it would create a bit of an alarm. Do you remember that one, Tom? I do, well, Pat. Time uh, and like uh, you know,
4: it's just been the kernel of my thoughts tonight <laughs> on yeah. the laundering and the management of, uh, of funds, local and international, through our banks. And I'd like to thank, I mean, Martine, and wish him a very happy birthday. Like to be. Mark has been one of our one of our best, like I mean, like enthusiasts and su- supplying text here every week of, of and backing him up with facts, and I thank him for that. And uh, I wish him a very happy birthday. He has been he has been through a lot. He has been he has been ill, and it's still that horse of the budget, And it's great to see him in action tonight again with his text and the best of luck, Mark.
1: And I join up with that, Mark, as well as I did say I did miss you there for the past couple of weeks, and. again I would like to stress tonight our thanks to Jason of course for doing a wonderful job here every Wednesday night and he doesn't get any payment either staying up here till half eleven at night editing this program getting it ready for tomorrow night's broadcast and my sincere thanks to all the people who comes in here every Wednesday night Mm. especially Tom Ryan who's here every Wednesday night and uh, any of us do not get any payment whatsoever ask for because you'll be looking in the wrong place anyhow if you were looking for themselves I'm afraid sorry to say and tonight I must especially thank Carmel Ryan and uh, <coughs> Catherine Caldwell and Tom because it's the most awful night out and as I said it really took a bit of effort to leave the fair tonight so my thanks to you coming tonight especially. thanks uh, very much Mike hopefully we'll be back again soon so we'll hopefully we'll meet you again next Wednesday night so sleep tight and Polly uh, an extra blanket tonight and, and put a hat in your head as well I'd say because the wind and the rain and the hailstones was all falling good night and God bless take care
0: You've just been listening to County Views as broadcast the 13th of November 2019 from 9.30 to 11pm. Carmel Ryan and Catherine Corwell joined Pat O'Donovan and Tom Ryan for the discussion. County Views is sponsored by Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, Limerick and Newcastle West.